Until It Happens to You, written by William Williams, read by Shane Browning. When tragedy strikes, sometimes it is said that you cannot fully understand the suffering until it happens to you, whatever it happens to be. On May 22nd, the suicide bombing of a popular concert in Manchester, England, brought home that statement to the families of 23 victims killed, as well as 116 survivors and their families. Tragedy has happened to them. Only time will tell how they will cope. But how does one cope with such a disaster? Sure, with so much trouble in the world, it can be easy to read the news and think, people die all the time and just go on with life, until it happens to you, that is. Then it becomes your tragedy, your heartache, your suffering. Then what? Going on with life gets a lot harder. We struggle to find the balance. Death is ever-present, but it should never be minimized. Naturally, the pain and grief take on a different dimension in circumstances like the Manchester bombing, when we consider that this was a type of tragedy all too common in today's world. Unlike some accident, a weather catastrophe, and an industrial mishap, or some other occurrence either outside of human control or void of harmful intent, it resulted from another human being's deliberate desire to cause hurt. It was an inexcusable atrocity, committed to murder and maim other human beings. And it was sudden, with shocking implications and far-reaching consequences, that a young man carried it out not much older than many of the teens attending the music concert raises the question, how could Salman Abidi's life have been different? That might have instead made him one of the innocent bystanders. What choices, what experiences, what sources of positive or negative reinforcement might have led him to grow up a normal young person, going to school, enjoying concerts, and planning for a future that did not include blowing himself up, along with a crowd of helpless innocents? Religious radicalization led him to see himself as a soldier in a war against those his influencers deemed as enemies. The tragic result was the murder of innocents and his own self-destruction. Now, for Salman Abidi's family, what's happened to them has also brought an upheaval, one in which their lives will never be the same, any more than those of the victims and families affected by their son's brutal act. Family members have been arrested, investigated, and will inevitably be blamed by many, regardless of what is proven, and the case doesn't look good. How and why do these things happen? The short answer is that we live in a world where people hate, and they do so for very conceivable reasons. And when they hate, what they don't like, what threatens them or harms them in some real or perceived way, or what's simply different from themselves, they sometimes resort to violence. To lash out, to get what they want, to terrorize others, and be seen doing so. Human nature as it currently exists can't or won't allow us to choose a better alternative. See Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. Isn't there a better answer, an actual answer? That's a much tougher question, but even more profound and hopeful, this isn't our Father's world, at least for the moment. What so much of modern religion, modern Christianity in particular, does not grasp is that the things that happen, whether natural disasters or deliberate destruction caused by human hands, are a result of a world currently ruled and influenced by a very real evil spirit. Satan the devil. But it is also a world that faces the imminent hope of an equally real divine intervention. See 2 Corinthians chapter 4 4, Revelation chapter 11 verse 5, Revelation chapter 12 verse 9, and Revelation chapter 20 verses 1 through 3. God isn't blind to the things that happen to mankind under the influence of Satan, no matter what the critics say. See Matthew chapter 6 verse 10, 
Matthew chapter 24 verses 21 and 22, and Revelation chapter 22 verse 12. But he will stop it and usher in tomorrow's world, since we lack the heart to choose to do so ourselves in today's. See Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9, Romans chapter 3 verse 23, and Ephesians chapter 2 verse 13. No matter how you've been touched by suffering and violence, learn why it happens and what God will do about it. Watch the Tomorrow's World webcast like TW Now episodes number 9 and 5. And don't forget to read Why Human Suffering and the Wages of Sin today.